0: We gotta get Listen, uh, uh, where you playing in town? You playing here? We're doing the uh, Enormo Dome, whatever it is. It's terrific. It's oh yeah, the big place. That of the That's a big nice. place. You sold oh, it out. i really should. What the hell are you doing?
1: I couldn't sleep. I'm checking the ropes. There was a freight end on your rope, and I'm cutting it out. Um, bad weather now
0: later anytime greetings earthlings welcome to the normal cast you found it it's may 1st about 9 30 p.m this is your host chris galoose on episode 10 of the normal cast that's right we've hit double digits ladies and gentlemen i hang out in the mobile studio once again with kelly cordis who's becoming a uh Sort of a guest host here on the Enormal Cast. We talk about the films that we saw at the uh, Five Point Film Festival, which was in Carbondale, also home to the world headquarters of the Enormal Cast. But before we get to that, I want to thank those of you who donated since last episode. Last episode, I got down on my knees, my virtual knees, my podcasting knees and begged for money. I won't be doing that again. I just wanted to put it out there that one time. Um, I will be mentioning the donate button, but I won't be begging anymore. But I want to thank the folks that came through. I really appreciate that. And it will go to a worthy cause, mainly stickers. <laughs> anyway, Um couple programming notes. Um, I've decided that though I've been doing mostly exclusively interviews uh, these last few episodes, I kind of had a plan to get kicked off with that sort of thing simply because, well, I didn't have any other good ideas, but I have plenty of good ideas now. So I'm going to back off a little bit on the interviews, try to do those every other episode, and maybe start experimenting a little bit with some other ideas that I've got in my head. Going back to the topic format a little bit, like the old podcast, and some other ideas. So just letting you know, things are going to get a little weird more weird. Which is it? Also, while... um. The Five Point was in town. There was a bunch of industry people running about, many of whom are friends of mine. But at the same time, I still felt like a little bit of an outsider with those folks throwing around words like branding and authenticity and return on investment. And I realized that I think for this thing to be successful, I'm going to have to be sort of like George Costanza in the episode of Seinfeld when he realized that his first thought and the things he was thought he was supposed to do were actually absolutely wrong and when he started doing the opposite of everything he thought he should everything started working out for him so in terms of courting media and that sort of thing I am feeling sort of like George that I'm going to try to forge a unusual path with this thing um, not maybe hit all the things I'm supposed to do like I'm supposed to have video eh, don't want to do it don't have the time I'm supposed to be blogging same thing. Anything I want to blog, I'll blog over on Splitter Chops. Supposed to do gear reviews. Everybody loves gear reviews. Yeah, I, yeah free gear, sweet. But I don't know if I can put that on the normal cast. So, anyway, hopefully, my plan of build it and they will come will last, and someone will show up at my doorstep. But. For now, I figure I can keep this thing going. I got the motivation, at least to put a few months in, right? With that said, once again, if you'd like to, please tell your friends to listen. Please go to iTunes and subscribe. Leave a review over there. That really helps me out. Come to the website, com, Leave some comments. Go to the Facebook page and like. I mean, that's what, like 15 minutes of time? You can do that for me, can't you? All right, moving on. It's time to go to the movies with Kelly Cortis.
1: This, this will not stand, man.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, we're gonna officially begin. All right. Um. I have lured Kelly Chorus back into the mobile studio.
1: <laughs> That—that's the thing with the mobile yeah. recording studio, dude. You get street you traffic. Out.
0: I know, but it's—it's it's more real. Yeah, it's more street.
1: You keeps it real.
0: Kelly's in town here in Carbondale because of the Five Point Film Festival, which I talked about on the last program, the little, little promo for, and um, has turned into this. In what five years? Four years? Three Some, years? I
1: don't know. I don't Something know. Like I've that. lost
0: track, but. Turned into kind of this major film festival here in town. Pretty freaking and, um, good. Man. Inviting people here. It started by Julie Kennedy, mother of friend of the show, Hayden Kennedy. Yeah, so we're, uh, Kelly's in town with a whole bunch of other famous people um, <laughs> to watch movies about themselves, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like Waiting for Guffman. It's the outdoor world version of Waiting for Guffman, dude. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I'm- man, I want to get one of those t shirts, like, you know, to wear for myself, you, you ain't shit in a real town.
0: In this town though, yeah, it's true. This is actually, uh, outdoor wise, this is a real
1: town. You can, you can trip over like some major skier, climber. No doubt. Any given night. For such a small little place, yeah. kind of off the, off the map really. Carbondale not only is a, I think it's a really sweet place, it's a really cool town. It's, nowhere near as upscale and hipster cool as Boulder, but it's not totally backwoods either. And right. You have amazing terrain real close by and a lot of badass athletes. And at the film festival, they do a really good job. Like, like I've been kind of ruthlessly critical of a lot of film festivals just because I think they're they're boring. The films go on for too long. They they don't vet them well. They do a really good job of vetting the films here. They, there's not too much. This, this stuff's subjective, right? I mean, what I think is garbage someone else might love and vice versa, but I... Man, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find many films that they show at Five Point that you can just be like, what were they thinking by letting that one in? Right, they right. do a good job of that. Yeah. Do do?
0: Well, I mean, that's the nice thing is like I, I'm not a huge online video watcher in terms of, of climbing or anything else. And that's part of the problem is that you wade in and it's just like so much stuff and you're, and half of it's yeah. just like awful wobbly video. And so it's nice yeah. to come to a place where – They've weeded it out for you. They really have. And yep. this is like not a climbing film festival. Right. It's definitely an outdoor film festival. And they even Correct. sometimes they break into some other different stuff. That uh, like yeah. they had that great movie we'll talk about a little bit called The Aquadets about Wonderful. these old ladies in Florida. Amazing. I believe. Oh no, Orange County, Was California. Yeah. yeah, synchronized, um, synchronized swimming. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, but uh, we'd like to start. I'll ask you what you thought. Okay. A few of your favorites were, and and let let yeah you guys can look for these online or whatever, you know,
1: I would say, and, and, and with the disclaimer that I missed some of them, mm-hmm. that like there was a film called the mother that I really wanted to see. And, and I, yeah, anyway, long story, but not really, but an uninteresting story as to how I missed it. <laughs> and I'm pissed. I'm pissed about it. Uh, someone will pay. One of my favorites was called racing the end. And, uh, here we can read the, um, low blurb is, uh, once a year Los Angeles closes down 26 miles of the city's most congested arteries for the LA Marathon. At 4 a.m. on race day before the runners hit the pavement, 400 cyclists claimed the deserted streets of their own. So it's like this underground like bike race. It's like unofficial and, uh, did, did you see that one? No, I didn't. Dude, it was so good. And it was all shot in black and white mm-hmm. and it was like p- piss in rain. And there are these dudes who just like are like serious racers, but mm-hmm. they, I think most of them just kind of shun the like formal race scene mm-hmm. and, uh, they're just like, nah, it's bullshit. We're not going to pay a bunch of money to do these races. And these are like good, serious, hardcore riders. And they show up and the, the streets are clear. Like LA is like the most commuter unfriendly town right, ever. Right.
0: Bike commuters. By, yeah. Bike
1: commuters. Bike commuters that, the, the streets are closed for the LA Marathon to start in a few hours. But these guys sneak in, in between the time they close the streets and the time the LA Marathon starts. And there are like 400 people show up. It just like, I don't know how the groundswell happened, how the word got mm-hmm. out, but all of a sudden you have all these like serious dudes, like when, like t-shirts and bike shorts and like just going for it really hardcore right and racing. And they have like, uh, uh, and I think the only prizes is, is I think you get a dog tag. And, and like, if you like finish at a high level, it was just a really cool, full on like counterculture kind of original thing. Mm -hmm. They did the music perfectly. I thought the shots were great and the story was really compelling. It it was just about this thing that these dudes love to do. And I think there's an art to this whole film thing. And Mm -hmm. not that I know shit about it. I'm just really good at criticizing it. Like one of my talents in life is pointing out the shortcomings of others. High fidelity. Yeah, exactly. But um, it is hard to do. It's hard to do well. Mm. And, and I think as is evident by how many films are, are less than stellar, right. it, it, it's not easy to do. And I thought they did a great job with it. I also really loved Dets, which really wasn't an outdoor thing at all. It was about these old women who like are really just vibrant and trying to stay active mm-hmm. and they – they're in this synchronized swimming group, yeah. <laughs> so it's really funny, you know. It's
0: cute and funny, but then it it hits you, oh, it hits geez. you below the belt too. You oh know? It's man, like, I know. Because the the sort of main character is uh, she's dealing with multiple sclerosis yeah. and and just yeah. getting really old. Yeah, ends up using medical marijuana, which is like a really small part of it. But yep. the way she talked about you know not thinking of herself as old, yeah, and like you know she's old, you know. So it it's one of those great. You know, almost like that Shakespeare thing of of make them laugh and then make them cry, yes. And then make them laugh and then make them cry. So it's kind of
1: what that one yeah. did in yeah, all totally. of whatever it was, seven or ten minutes. And mm-hmm. I know. And, and and one of the cool things about some of these f- films, I think, and some of the ones that are done just right, uh, you, that they'll be done in a way that even though you know. I'm not. I'm not a synchronized swimmer, but you can almost kind of see yourself in that. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, man, it like hit me when she, you know, when she was not thinking of herself as old. Yeah, you know, right. and everyone else is like, "Lady, you're old." I mean, the know? whole and point of trying. the film
0: was how basically old they were. Yeah, and it's so awesome that she's like, I don't consider myself no. old, and 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 the way she, you know, and and you know, we'll, we'll probably by the end of this wonder what this has to do with climbing, but not much. This show mm-hmm. isn't going to have much to do with climbing, but. You know, she start. She was talking about like not letting herself become stagnant and yes. sitting around and, yes. and just and, and sort of waiting to die and counting the right? minutes till she dies and like staying vibrant and Man, staying. You can't know, we active. all appreciate
1: yeah, that totally. as climbers? I mean, my God, yeah. you know. And here is this whole day that this is just her version of doing that. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, and climbing is absolutely no better than synchronized swimming. Right? You know, I mean. Talk about a worthless activity, you know, climbing and synchronized swimming, but but, but they're both, but and they're equally boring to watch. Exactly. But, but yet, this is what this lady loves to do, and man, I just like. I wouldn't pulls. say they're
0: equally boring to watch. I think, I think climbing's probably a more little boring. slower.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> totally. But like, and then it just pulls at your heartstrings at this lady as she starts to suffer the decline of MS. Mm-hmm. She she can't even, you know, she has a hard time getting mm-hmm. in the pool, and you're just like, oh my god, you're like, oh, you know, about to cry. I mean, it, you really feel for her, and. I I thought that was a wonderful film.
0: Code Red, dude. Yeah, we're going to get into Code Red pretty sure, heavy. Sure, yeah, so let's, sure, okay. let's hang on. Should with we hold that on to one? that
1: one? Yeah. Uh, so, I got a few others. I liked uh, Wrinkles of the City with the 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 uh, just like these people in Los Angeles. This had nothing to do with outdoor stuff, but these murals got painted of these people's faces. And mm-hmm. these were atypical people with a lot of wrinkles. And it's kind of about like owning your wrinkles, basically. Right. And, and your, public spaces. And your too. face. Yeah, <laughs> and public spaces. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, being okay, being comfortable in your own skin. And I think they did. And that's a topic that could be done in a really cliche Mm -hmm. way, but, but I thought they did a good job with it. Is there
0: any climbing movies on your top 10 list over Um, there? (laughs) Shit, dude. that?
1: What does that say about? What about the Obi one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this is a little older, but this one's a little bit older, but yeah, Obi and Ashima that, yeah, that, that's, uh, the only one on my, um, top list I think of climbing ones actually. Uh, granted, I'm I'm jaded and stuff. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as we but, see climbing, we're just like, I know. Come <laughs> on. You but, guys are faking that. that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we could be like, no way, dude! I totally did that one. Yeah. That was, o- 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 Obi and Ashima, I thought that was a great one. It's a couple years old, but I hadn't seen it. Uh-huh. About a Obi Carrion who's like, you know, dealing with you know some you know hardships in life, kind of hard scrabble upbringing. And then he was the man for a while. And now, and then he was a little bit lost and then he's like, starts coaching this young girl, this uh, Ashima, who's just a phenom. And it was so cool to see like this Obi dude kind of come out of his shell Mm -hmm. and, uh, and to see just the, just the kind of purity of the youth and Mm -hmm. of Ashima and her efforts and her, her figuring things out Mm -hmm. and and Obi like growing through that process as well. Yeah. I thought it was
0: touching. And he, you know, he was part of that kind of scene back in the day, like, you know sort of rough attitude and yeah, like street yeah. kind of deal cool, right yeah. and and it, he's really vulnerable in it and yeah. and that's a pretty heavy heavy part of that film that is so.
1: that is that vulnerability that that's key
0: let me ask you this now you have some close friends here in Carbondale yeah. who are filmmakers uh-huh. so even though you claim to not know much about it yeah it's like you have a have a view at least a little bit to the inside and right. having been around and we've I mean, from the days of like, uh, you know, God, what were some of those? Early, do, you, do you ever remember the Masters John Long, even the John Long How to Rock Climb videos mm-hmm. in, uh, on oh, VHS? I and,
1: the videos. I just read the books. I devoured right? the books. No, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. But, yeah, but yeah. Masters of Stone, VHS, you yeah, know, all those sorts yeah. of things. We've, we've actually, as you know, usual, and my friend Peter Carey mm-hmm. gave me a message through another friend that I shouldn't talk so much about being old.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, on the, so whatever, Maybe that's fine by me. Yeah. Cause I, anyway, because unless you're going to talk Pierre, about me being
0: old, give me a break. All right. <laughs> anyway, but you know we've seen this evolution, and, and in the last few years, you know, with the uh, kind of uh, democratization of the process mm-hmm. with yes. cameras being cheaper, you know, you can get really good footage with with relatively inexpensive cameras, relatively small cameras. Yeah. You can carry them around with you a lot more, and there's a lot more people making films which in my opinion you know means there is actually can be a lot of stuff out there like i was saying when you're wading yeah. through it that are pretty oh. grim but at the same time it's it's also uh i kind of improved
1: it so what do you think yeah.
0: having been here a few yeah. years in a row and seen these films what do you think are some of the improvements that are going yeah
1: on? um so I, I think that uh yeah that democratization of the process indeed you, you got to s- you know, wade through some dreck for sure, mm-hmm. but but you also find some brilliant things because that's one of the cool things. I mean, there's a lot of talented people out there with some really cool ideas and some really cool vision, and so you get an opportunity to see it, but uh, or to show it. But um, so it's kind of interesting. I I used to be hugely critical of the lack of story in climbing videos. I mean, they're trying to do like. Climbing porn.
0: Hi. Hello. My says there's something wrong with Donna
1: You know, I mean, so ski porn. Come on in. And I think, you know, I'm not much of a skier, but I think that works fairly well. Surfing porn. Oh, that's my friend Sherry. She just came over to use the shower. Kind of works, I think, for me because, um because it's just exciting to watch. You know, climbing. I mean, I, I mean, I've thrown away the last damn near 20 years of my life climbing and, and I don't want to watch it. It's like watching paint dry, dude. Like,
0: I mean, that's why they took it out of the X Games years ago.
1: It's just boring. They were just like it's
0: yawn. Just, you it's know?
1: so yawn. Right. And so like the, the people who were trying to do climbing porn. You must be here to fix the cable. You know, seeing some, you know, Know, some shirtless going bzzat 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 bzat <laughs> over and over and fucking over slapping in her out with a thumping techno soundtrack in the background. It's like God <laughs> in the head. We all know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, those sorts of things. Like so, um, <laughs> like I yeah, I'm not a big fan of that sort of thing. Um, some people like it. That's cool, but I don't. So I like story. However, that said, and I'll, perhaps pointing to my ability to find something to criticize in almost anything, I almost feel like. This year, there was, you know, I almost wanted a little bit more porn.
0: Lord, you can imagine where it goes from here.
1: He fixes the cable? Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey. Sometimes, you know, like like a little bit more just like really cool action footage. And, and actually, e- even though I was kind of like dissing on some of the bouldering videos with my little lame imitation a minute ago, some of those guys do a really good job of, with with, you know making stuff look exciting Mm -hmm. you know with some kind of cool cuts and some cool camera angles and some of the guys here like i think some of the guys at like felt soul media and like anson and crew at forge they do an amazing job capturing footage but that there's sometimes i don't know i mean it felt like sometimes the the uh the story that like the uh, contemplative voiceover Mm -hmm. got maybe a little overdone this year you know the you know, trying to find meaning right, right. and what does it all mean and this and that. It's almost like everyone was – was everyone trying to be uh, Dark Side of the Lens perhaps? Did, did you see that one, that surfing movie from no. last year, Dark Side of no. the Lens? It's mega, dude. Like everyone should go on, I think on Vimeo or just type into Google Dark Side of the Lens. And the, the guy is Mickey Smith. He's a – I think he's Irish a surf photographer. And it's like five minutes of just poetry, it's uh, I have actually seen that. It's amazing. I have seen that. It, man, he just he just nails it, and it, it, that's hard to do. Right. I mean, it, it actually takes more than like, you know, just like reading off a script that about like what it all means mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, it, it takes more than that to to make for a good story. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I thought that maybe the the attempts to try to go deep were a little strained. In my yeah, opinion. and
0: you know, this is a criticism, and I mean, you can tell by this show. And by my attempts to be, you know, as off the cuff as possible, is it's sort of like this growing criticism I have of all of a lot of of climbing media or outdoor media, just like so hammering that like that spiritual like. Yeah. And okay, it's all there, but there's so there's all sorts of other avenues. And you're right;
1: it it seemed a little bit strained at times. At times, yeah, Yeah, not not always. And I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. we appreciate everyone's efforts i think it's i think it's cool and i I think like thoughtful criticism is actually a totally fair and useful thing well
0: i mean everybody wants to talk about art film as art and so that's the good and the bad we we art needs to be criticized so yeah for sure but uh, but i'll say this i mean what we're looking i think we've made the improvement towards the story towards creating that it's more captivating than just imagery so i guess what we're talking about is maybe like swinging back to a balance yeah
1: yeah, so. yeah. and, and it, it seems like we're well on our way to that i mean for too long everyone was trying to do do porn and it just didn't work but then the some of the shooting skills and the editing mm-hmm. skills of the visuals are starting to get really good but maybe some of it was a little too contemplative sure. for, for my for my taste um
0: well the thing about I, a film I, festival too, the it, other way is you sit there for a, a few hours watching these yes. things and it's like definitely whatever effect the movie should have had at times can wear off yes you know and and all like because you vote at this thing for the uh best in show Mm -hmm. and and my girlfriend at the time was like yeah what are you gonna vote for and i was i don't know one of the first couple just because i was i was our i was more excited then Mm that i am like two and a half hours later yeah so but you know that that's just the way things are so that
1: needs to be factored into you know and and also i mean it's so subjective i mean Mm -hmm. some of the things that yeah, some people out there listening are probably like, you guys are idiots. Mm-hmm. You know, every single film was the best one I've ever seen. Exactly. And they And they all were good. I yeah. mean, I don't think there were any stinkers. Right. I think it's an evolving art. I mean, mm-hmm. as with all art.
0: So um, one of the th- things I asked Kelly about or mentioned to him the other night after one of the, the shows was that, I mean, I kept getting hit, and I guess because I'm used to climbing and I, I think it's, you know, not that big a deal and, and I don't have a, a proper lens on it. But just how much more badass – a lot of these other sports were, and I guess that's where we're bringing it Surf. around to climbing. Yeah. yeah, and that brings us to our, our one of our both our favorites. The one that made my palm sweat the most yeah. and, and heart thump was this Dude. Code Red movie, uh, which I believe is a Billabong movie. Yeah, um, let, let they, me look. on They the, sponsored I think it. Was
1: it. Billabong, yeah. and it was uh, in Tahiti. And, and it, uh, right,
0: Chopu. That's how you yeah. pronounce that. Uh, uh, yeah, I looked I th- it up I think today. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah, no, I looked Cho-poo. it up today. Poo. It looks like Tiahuapo or something like that, but yeah. Chopu. Okay. So you surfers, don't diss me, I got in it right. Way-
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be like, Tiohapu, spe- they'd be There's like, This beach is for locals only, you sponger. <laughs> Get out of my water, you grommet. <laughs> At the Billabong Pro Tahiti, the Tahitian government placed the coastline under a heavy swell advisory. From free surfing to the epic code red toe session, it all came down to this. A few surfers and a swell to end all swells. In one of the heaviest sessions ever documented during a competition, that was when that like it was like wasn't it like the biggest wave on earth or something ever?
0: I have no the idea. Stratosphere? I think I think <laughs> one of the things about those waves or the thing about those waves is not only size but volume. That yeah. They're, the that, mass. They're just so massive. Did, did just you see these,
1: some of those like yeah, shots yeah, yeah. from the angle? Of course yeah. you did. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're like they're like is go as it goes far. But I mean, there's like a fucking city yeah. block. Piled up mm-hmm. sixty feet high, moving. It's unbelievable. And these burly dudes are like, "All right, dude, you want to go first? Or you want me to go right. first It's like, <laughs> oh, "Oh my god, those crazy bastards are going in." Well,
0: well here's the history. Because I, 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 um, I was down in, I was actually surfed down in Mexico in in January. And my buddy had all the surfer journals piled up, so I've been, mm-hmm. I was reading a whole bunch of surfer journals and and looked into this, and then I looked into a little bit more today actually, and. You know, apparently, basically, about the first guy to ride a really huge one of these mm-hmm. huge rollers, there was in two thousand, was our, our uh, all our favorite hero, man, crushed Laird Hamilton, right? And uh, you know, have at those, way. and he, him, and his bros invented that towing. And at that time, they pretty much assumed that if you went down in this thing, you were gonna die. Like it was, it was just like you either stay up. Or you're dead.
1: So kind of like kind and, of like um A five. Right, yeah, right. Or, or
0: or free soloing, you know. It was right. it was at that time, I mean, it was a free solo. It was a really hard yeah. free solo at your limit on site is what really. he did, right? Yeah. Or in his mind. But, you know, it turns out that you know, once those guys kicked the door open and, and guys really started getting into this and surfing, actually people started you know, finding out that in fact you could roll in these waves, and here's the thing about this I movie. Don't know
1: how though? Did is, you see the way these guys got fucking pummeled? Oh and my god! that's the. God. I mean,
0: it's like you know, if you like watching those like skateboard videos where people get jacked. <laughs> yeah. These guys, like, because they do all these awesome slow mo shots of them inside of this thing and, and anybody who's seen a picture of this wave it's so fat and massive and they're like inside of this giant cave it's amazing and it just it just like swallows them up I mean it might as well be a cave like <laughs> yeah. rocks like yeah palms down. are sweating
1: yeah. it, I mean it's like it was breathtaking and you see them man. get sucked up into the roll and like their body it's just like <laughs> and it's like you're kind of like you put your fingers over yeah. your face cause you don't want to look but you're peeking through your fingers mm. at the same time cause and, and some of them make it out, and then right. was, and the crowd and the audience here in Carbonell's is all, like, cheering. And yeah, stuff. yeah, we
0: were cheering, and none of these guys were there. No, <laughs> no filmmakers no. were there. And we're cheering this, this movie because, no, you know, <laughs> these guys pop up on... I mean, they all did, you know, on that day, they all did. And and there was multiple, multiple wipeouts in this yeah. giant, giant yeah. freaking way.
1: Oh, yeah. And, th- and that's kind of the thing, like, psychologically, like, the mental toughness of those dudes. I mean, to, you know, jump off your you know, Kenny Powers jet ski or whatever it is and like get into the way. I mean, you got to know, dude, that like well, I probably a 70 percent chance that you're going to eat shit and just get pummeled. Right. And, and and I'm sure some of those guys get, you know, sometimes those guys bite it, too. You they know? do die. And, yeah. and, and, you know, I mean, uh, dude, I tell you what, a lot more people were, were wiping out in that wave than than people who fall on A5 pitches or whatever it is, you know, or, or even free soloing, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, so yeah, like you were saying, it's kind of like free soloing at your limit, right. You know, except I guess if you free solo at your limit, you know, you're going to die if you fall, but, and these guys have, have proven Mm -hmm. that you're going to survive, but my God, are you going to get, yeah,
0: I don't know where the analogy really fits or if it doesn't because, but, but you know, it's just a matter of when we, when you go out climbing, you know, we obviously like the thrill of it and there's this thing maybe in your back of your mind, even if you're falling on bolt, bolts, you know, yeah. for a second, there's still this little rush of excitement oh, as yeah. you pitch onto scared. a bolt. But, I mean, it's just like, I just, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be inside of there and then suddenly feel yourself tipping off your board. like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> And you've got like 800 million tons of water that's right. going to come crashing. And like some of those waves, like you would see the thing crash, and you're like, uh oh, where is he? You, you saw his board squirt out a hundred feet to the left, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Where is he? Where is he? Where mm-hmm. is he?" And then all of a sudden, you see the dude's like body, like half mm-hmm. conscious, like come up, but he's all right. Well, yeah, so- and I, you
0: know, I've surfed Jeez. and I've surfed like tiny waves that yeah. scare the crap out of me. What, what, like uh, a real surfer would like,
1: yeah, you know, laugh at. Laugh, yeah. And
0: I'm like, I feel it coming up under the board, and I'm just like, yikes! And it's like. You know, a, 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 like yeah. a five-footer. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think surfing's is like...
1: <laughs> badass. And those dudes in that Code Red movie by, let's see, by Jamie Brooks. It was amazing. And and it does. It makes you think of mental toughness, though. So, like, like I don't know. Are, are climbers that mentally tough? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, sometimes people will say, like, oh, man, you know, going up there on those things and blah, blah, blah. It's got to be scary. And, like, how do you keep your composure mentally? I don't know. I was talking with a friend about this the other day, and I, I think I got it figured out. It's basically the the Coward's Guide to Alpine Success. Uh You ready? Yeah. All right. There's a few keys. First, you always start in the dark because then you can't see what you're getting into. Because if you actually saw the thing- (laughs) Dude, I'm serious. So starting yeah. in
0: the dark has nothing to do with like beating the weather to this, all that sort of thing. It's just about uh, that, not being able that's, to see the that's mountain. Secondary, Perfect. my man.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's all about not being able to see the mountain because because I I'm so I'm such a chicken shit. I I think I just turn around, you know. And so so you you start in the dark, so you can't yeah. really see what you're doing, and uh-huh. you shrink down your brain, which is easy to do because it's already pretty small if you're mm-hmm. alpine climbing. And so you start climbing, and you got a little bit of the the male ego you know, sort of thing going on where you kind of don't want to be the first one to like say, hey, I think this is a really bad idea, even though it almost Mm -hmm. always is Mm -hmm. a really bad Mm -hmm. idea. And so then you start climbing, right? And so, you know, you kind of try to get a little bit of excitement going. Then you start climbing and it always feels good to climb, Mm -hmm. you know? So you start feeling good and then you get high on the face and the whole deal is to get high on the face before the sun comes up. Okay. Because then you're high enough up, it's a real pain in the ass to go down. <laughs> and, and here comes another, like my, which relates to one of my other key points to alpine success for cowards, is always pick a route where the, the best way to descend is not the same way you went up. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to go up and over to like get right, down a different right, side. Right, right, right. Because then you get up there a ways, and then the sun comes up, and, and also you are like, oh my God, this is... This is the most amazing place. I can't believe we're here. This is so cool. And then, you know, so you and your buddy are really excited. And then, you, you know, you're sitting there. Maybe you're brewing up. And then you start to think, like, oh, man, this is kind of scary. But, but then you're like, it's like, it, well, it was like when those dudes were going down the tow. And you want to go first? Yeah. Huh. You want to go first? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to, you know, man, I'm already short and got a girl's name. I'm not going to be the first guy to, <laughs> to say, like, I'm insecure enough. You know, I'm not going to be like, hey, yeah, I want to go down. But so then, so then a little bit of that male ego gets you higher. And then you're so high that once you realize, once all that macho bullshit is worn off and you realize what a really, truly terrible idea this was, you're already so far up that it makes more sense to go over yeah, the top and get going, down the other way. Right, right. So so that's the whole psychological aspect of alpine climbing. It's
0: just fight off that little voice just long enough. Just to, long enough. To get beyond you know, yeah. halfway.
1: And there are some aids that can help such as starting in the dark. So right. you can't see what right, you're doing. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking of maybe doing like a, like a motivational coaching mm-hmm. thing for climbers mm-hmm. seminar and positive thinking sure, or something. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a branch off of your life coach. career. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. I'm going to Kelly's a offered co- me
0: some life coach. Consulting, yeah. I'm going to so.
1: be a life coach. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy who lives in a shack by himself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Perfectly happy though. Yeah. All right, so tell me about your ultra runner
1: theory then yeah yeah so this is why I think the toughest athletes are ultra runners mm-hmm. so ultra marathoners the people who run like 100 miles at a clip because so I mean it it, it goes without saying that it's badass to run 100 miles with you know in, in a clip but dude like my best alpine clowns have been ones where like you know we tricked ourselves into getting so high that we kind of had to keep going right so so in a sense there's no bravery in that but like the out the, the the ultra runners why not just quit? I know, you know, yeah, dude. There's a fucking right. beer, it, yo. Hey, I, I'm over here. I got a beer cooler, yeah. you know. Come on over, you it's know. It's just like the I got, got a bag gump. of chips for you. Yeah, Come it's the over. gump. It's <laughs> totally. just
0: Suddenly, you just, you could just anytime you wanted to stop, just, just quit, just yeah. stop running.
1: Seriously, like like when the going gets tough, the tough, just quit. Right. <laughs> That's another part of my my life coach motivational series. So I think the ultra runners are super badass. Because, Like my buddy Craig, uh, CFS, Craig fucking it. So he's more gimpy than me. He's beat down that scrawny little bastard. I mean, he's like smaller than me. And, and he's had more surgeries than me. And I, I went out to crew for him on this brutal ultra race he did in Utah last year. And that gimpy, goofy bastard is wobbling around. He's staggering. He's like... Looks like he's had a few cocktails. He can barely walk. I'm like, oh, Craig, how you doing? You know, oh, I think I'm all right. Why not just quit, dude? You know, did you? Did <laughs> no, you did? I okay. didn't. I didn't. <laughs> well, but I, I mean, he's my friend, so I care for him. I I was a little concerned about right, him, like right. about his health. Right, like, right. you know, I kind of I, I didn't I didn't truly say, come on, dude, why not just quit? <laughs> how, how would that be? But how about but now? like,
0: he five minutes later, how about now? How about, you quit quit? I got now? some
1: chips over there in the car. You <laughs> want some? I'm pouring margaritas.
0: I was just thinking about commitment-wise, in terms of that total commitment of toe skiing into a giant wave like that. Guys who impress me, like because I hate cold water, (laughs) I'm also not very good at fast things. Climbing is just so slow. Yeah, the you know it's contemplative. The next move Mm -hmm. for the most part, right? Is for fucking kayaking. Like kayakers, you guys are rad. You know, there there was the, the I don't know what. Was it was in. Was? Um, yeah. It was like a. Oh, it was in a clip that Boomer showed where his buddy, where he he that, rappelled down. That was crazy. So he rappels down into this canyon to the top of this waterfall, <laughs> and I mean, and so he's hanging vertically in his in his uh, in his <laughs> his kayak with like the nose of it in the water, uh-huh. and he's reaching behind him. Yeah. With a knife. To just snap the rope like like uh, like Clint Eastwood in in, void or something. Yeah, or, yeah or I was thinking uh, Eastwood in the end right, of um, end right. of uh, Iger Sanction. Yeah, you know, cut the rope. Yeah. Both
1: of which were great movies.
0: So, and then yep. he just cuts himself loose, and he's
1: instantly in it.
0: Yeah. Somehow he gets his paddle around with because he's holding it with one hand, and then a fraction of a second later in the film, he just comes shooting off of this ginormous waterfall. Yeah, I was and, just like.
1: And, that's insane. In one of those ones, it might have been that. There was the one dude who was running a class eight rapids or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is it, doesn't it go up? Wait. I don't but know. Does it go guys, that high? Well, why not? I mean, That's where, where hard. can you go from five? Where can you? <laughs> right. Where, why not 11, eight? Or 11. Or six. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the most crazy frothing, like evil looking rapids. And the guy's... Going through it. So I think what some of the differences with climbing, I mean, yeah, you're getting pumped and stuff like that, but you can slow down. You can think. You right, can figure out the right. next That's move. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And those guys are moving so fast. And the consequences, like, even if I, you know what? I just realized I used to say this and then I did go and break my leg. I used to say that, like, the great thing about climbing is even if I fall and break my leg, you know, I get at least I can breathe. Right. You know, not like, I, like also can,
0: being swept down the river. I can crawl my right. gimp
1: ass out of there. It's kind of ironic because that's pretty much what happened a couple of years ago. No, right on. But yeah, yeah, well how about Yeah, touching. <laughs> um, yeah, but but those kayaker dudes and it's moving so fast, so they have to make such quick decisions and such quick reactions. And then on that one where that guy went through that evil rapid, where he snapped his paddle oh, in that's half, right. and he comes out at the other end with like half a paddle and like woo. It's, it's also
0: one of those sports where which climbing is not, and that was part of my infamous A five. Uh, A5 rant, <laughs> YouTube but it. With climbing, it can be harder, but still be safe. You yeah. know, if you want to sport climb, you yeah. can climb harder, but but yeah. pretty much, you know. And and a, a kayaker may be able to find some sort of example where this isn't true, but I think uh, for the most part, if if you want to kayak harder, it also automatically means more dangerous. Yeah, you probably, know, huh? you know, it's like the supposed A climbing ratings because that's what the the yeah. class four, class five, mm-hmm. class it's what the commitment is and the thing i've always wondered about kayaking and again these these people can can correct me if i'm wrong but that margin once you get past 2 or 3 like if you're someone who's going and even kayaking fours and fives mm-hmm. pretty regularly the the specter of catastrophe <laughs> i it feels like it's so much more looming yeah. than going and climbing whatever you're going to go climb you yeah. know and you could you could be a climber progressing your whole life and never climb what we consider really dangerous climbing. For there's sure, people man, who pursue sure. that, yeah. but it's like you can't be a great kayaker without think, being yeah, a, kind of true, a huh? sketchy kayaker, a <laughs> kayaker who, 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 who kayaks stuff that could kill you yeah, more and more really easily. Yeah, hard stuff yeah.
1: Is, is really dangerous too. yeah. yeah, right. Right. yeah the, so
0: good on you kayakers. Man, I've no partied doubt. with kayakers and it's, it's like my little climber ass like – I, I sneak away. Dude, when it At comes some to partying, that's yeah.
1: another thing we're climbing. I mean, I, I know we both sound like we're ripping on climbers and we've both thrown away our lives <laughs> climbing. But, well, I mean, maybe there's a correlation right there. Maybe we we're all old cold and bitter. The um, But like, sorry, yeah. The, the, but yeah. Sorry, dude. Man, the partying thing, we can't even hang. You ever try to hang with the skiers? No. Dude, don't even try. All right. Well, we're
0: um, actually going to go to uh, the last night of the film festival, and um, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to uh, Fitz Cajal Yeah. And the Dirtbag Diaries guy. I know I keep calling him my nemesis. I'm actually I'm actually quite fond of him.
1: Yeah. He's and he's awesome. got a
0: movie he on Craig D. Martino, who's going to be on the next show. Um, Craig DiMartino
1: Martino is rad, by Dude. the way. Yeah, yeah. So
0: he, like, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Like, I'm doing the I'm not worthy yeah, thing yeah. to Craig yeah, D. Martino no, yeah, right now.
0: But uh yeah so we're going to go check that out um what else is going on in uh, I'm
1: I'm excited to see this one uh Kadoma.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's about this uh, and I read the story about these uh kayakers including this South African world class kayaker Henry Coetzee. Oh, this is and the guy that yeah, gets eaten by the a, by John the crocodile. crocodile. Oh my god, like hey, this guy is like super exploratory adventure guy uh-huh. like gone down the Nile and all these crazy things and he was in the Congo and yeah this And I guess while they're on this trip documented, this out of nowhere, just in these placid waters, they're just paddling along Mm -hmm. and like this massive crocodile just comes up and just chomps him. Boom. Never seen again. Yeah. uh, uh, Because
0: I I heard uh, one of the one of his partners speak on that yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was super heavy it was a public thing and he could hardly get the words out. Oh, you know? Man. Yeah. I didn't know that was tonight. Yeah. I'm psyched. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm and, not psyched and, and, to see something yeah. as horrible as that, but it's going to be powerful. God,
1: huh?
0: All right. Anything else to say about our lovely five point film festival? No, I just think it's Carbon great. Europe? And like yeah.
1: big props to Julie Candy for having the vision to do it. Patagonia supported it. Basically. I, I think the story is basically that Yvonne kind of made it happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, shit man, you know what? Julie Candy is a connector. She's yeah. about, you ever read that Malcolm Cloud? Oh, you know, book? someone just brought that she up to me connector. like a
0: couple days ago. Yeah, yeah Julie yeah.
1: Candy knows everybody and she can make shit happen. When she called me to talk me into, you know, helping, you know, cause, you know, I did the writing for Cold. I'm like, I've mm-hmm. never, Julie, I've never written for film before. I don't know. And I don't even know. That's this right. Guy, dude. And, y- you yeah. did the, you did the yeah, writing on
0: Cold yeah, last yeah. year.
1: Yeah, it was my first one. I'm done, dude. It's not, I mean, that that film went so well. I'm, I, thank you. It's been great. I'm out yeah, of here. Yeah, but uh, you can't claim you're like, from here.
0: that you don't know anything about filmmaking, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling you out. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. <laughs> well, but, but by the end of the conversation, like, I had thrown all these disclaimers to Julie, like, well, I don't even know this Anson guy, and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know. It's not my thing, blah, blah, blah. And, and then, like, by the end of the conversation, I had, like, you know, I, I I had agreed to do it somehow. That's the way Julia. She makes things happen. All right. Do let me candy. ask
0: you something real quick. Okay. And this is something I'm curious about. Maybe you okay. don't have no idea, okay. but like these films that are being yeah. made. Uh-huh. Okay. And this this is actually relates to me, and this a normal cast thing, yeah. you know, because I've been talking about. Well, what the hell am I doing this for? <laughs> for the last nine episodes.
1: For all the bitches.
0: Yeah. Right. The um. So. Anson made that or, mm-hmm. or, or helped make that movie. Yeah. Corey shot it Anson for the was most part. The
1: genius behind it.
0: What? Why? What do you? What comes out of these films? I mean, do you guys make money off of them? Do no, no, do not, not much. you? I mean, it's not like you sell yeah. tickets to theaters. Like, no. do you get
1: paid from to well, be in these well, festivals? Uh, no. I mean, well, not I you specifically but, specifically, but does the production? I don't even know because I just got. I, I basically agreed to just give it a try because I don't. I, I don't always have that much mm-hmm, confidence mm-hmm. about about my writing. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I, it answers like how, how much, what, what what's your rate? Blah, blah. I guess, uh, writers typically get paid for the, the project and then the like director can, you know, get royalties right. after the fact. And since it's been, you know, it won grand prize for the entire BAMP festival, you right. know? And so I think that probably brought some money. I'm not exactly sure, mm-hmm. but cause I, I'm kind of, you know, checked out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like, I don't know, you know, if you think I do a good job, you know, pay me what you think is a fair rate, you know. And so I ended up. You
0: need a life coach, dude. Dude, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm freaking pathetic, man. I'm the worst. Of course, yeah, I should Jesus. talk. I've, I've... But, but, you know, I, but I don't think, in general, I don't think these things make really that much money. I think, and that's a whole nother topic and right. an interesting one that I guess they had that, 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 yeah. that, that panel that you mm-hmm. were on. Like, how do you, I mean, it, it, basically, the, these people are trying to create, you know, artistic things, and I, and Anson Fogel is a freaking genius, man. Mm-hmm. Like working with him was such an honor. But you know, he makes his money basically shooting commercials and right. stuff, and then he does, and then he makes real art on the side.
0: Right. Well, that's that. That was kind of what that talk. Um, I was not necessarily on the panel; I was just there. But that talk was about because it was about how to incorporate branding, yeah. and by that meaning product placement in a yeah. sense or at least an overriding sponsor and where that crosses the line from art to whatever, Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of a big deal, but that's, that's, you know, those companies have the money to make some of these films and on your own, you can't go to Nepal and and do all that sort of stuff or wherever it happens to be. So obviously like Patagonia and, and polar tech and, and black diamond have their hands in these things. And that was sort of what the discussion was, which You know, we have to go to these films is another day, but um, I was just curious because I'm like, so what happens now? You know, you show your film and, you know, that movie you're on, Cold, um, which I recommend everybody goes and steals off the internet or something, (laughs) um, is... You know, you guys got a bunch of awards and stuff, but like I was thinking, there's a, a was a little like clip kind of movie, like five minute movie, and this the guys that were r- running on the water.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious. These
0: dudes have created a sport where they they're trying to basically do the Jesus thing and walk on water. <laughs> yes, or like skipping stones. That's
1: hilarious.
0: It, it's also pretty cool, but. You know, it's this little movie they made, and yeah. I mean, what's Liquid ever going to happen to that? I mean, obviously, it looked like it was pretty easy to make, yeah, it's just some dude standing. Sure. But there's there's all levels in between where you yeah. get a five minute clip yep. that actually does look amazingly yep. produced, or you take Jeremy Collin's stuff, mm-hmm. which I love and I'm yes. super impressed with, Absolutely. and it's this heavy animation, it's artistic statements, it's Absolutely. it's a work of passion and diligence, yeah. and then I'm just like, okay. So he world premiered his his a major piece two of them I think here. Um I only saw one of them but then I was just thinking so then what happens? Like well, does someone mm-hmm. buy I mean I think uh man I think it Or is it, it like like sidewalk chalk art it just sort of disappears and goes know, maybe, into the maybe, the the basement of YouTube or I mean, something Maybe you know?
1: everything changes right and everything dies yeah. you know. And uh and, I, and and we and, eat our babies Yeah, and we eat our babies yeah <laughs> our, our earlier discussion that's for another podcast yeah the uh the, the uh the road <laughs> the road cormac mccarthy <laughs> incredible everyone should go read it but the uh you know i kind of think that that for a lot of these people you know that they make their money other ways and they and they do these really good things on the side mm-hmm. as art and then and then the the interesting thing is is indeed with the with the companies that start to see, Oh wow, there's value in this. People are loving this. Mm-hmm. And the smart companies will get in and do like the NPR model, like brought to you by Patagonia right. or something. Right. It, and the dickhead companies will, will be like, Oh, you got to hold that logo in right. the front. And, and then it's just like, nah, nah, yeah. you know? It, well, and then you have to decide if you're going to say, no, I'm not going to do that, you know, mm-hmm. or, or are you going to take the money? So, so it's a little <laughs> bit, so uh, you're going to eat the baby. Totally. <laughs> it, you know what? It's almost a little bit like, so, so I mean, you, 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 go and, you go and pose down for a photo shoot because you're, you know, I don't know, like, you know, you work for a company mm-hmm. and they want photos of this cool new Enormo dome jacket or whatever. And uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As we're looking at one of you right here, dude. Yep. I'm and in the Polar Tech the Polar ad. Te- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, looking all intense, reading into the mm-hmm. portal edge. But, like, so you go do that stuff. You do that. A lot of it, we do it for our friends to help out if they're, Mm -hmm. like, the photographer or whatever. But if you're doing it for, you know, a company who you're involved with, you do that because that's part of your job. That's kind of part of your work. Mm -hmm. And then you have the days where you go climbing with your bros. Right, right, right. And I kind of almost think there's an analogy between maybe some of these movie people making their money with commercial shoots. Right. And then they pour their heart and souls into making something really artistic. And then – what I'm
0: sort of trying to do with the normal cast is then you build it and they will come
1: Yeah, and you've got it already
0: and you've made it the way you wanted to make it. And then that's Mm -hmm. maybe when they, they do start to say, all right, we want at least to be brought to you by us.
1: Yeah. Which is the products already there. So it doesn't,
0: it it doesn't change it. Right.
1: And hopefully they never come in and say, you know, yeah, we want to support you, but you know, that short kid with the mullet who drops the <laughs> f bomb all the time—you you gotta, you gotta tell him to quit cursing. And, 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 and then it's like you, you, bring up, you know what? Here's a great one. Then you bring up the sock British soccer fans cheer. My, my girlfriend is in London right now, and she went to a soccer match. Mm-hmm. Have forty thousand people, ninety-nine percent men, and like some of them really rough and tumble. Security forces everywhere, and the, and the whole stadium was singing this cheer that they came up with: "We're going to the championships." fuck you <laughs> so do you say that or do you bend over and say okay. oh okay we, we'll, we'll make sure we bleep him out all the time
0: right bleep out the 40,000 people alright well thanks for that one laugh, last last <laughs> F-bomb Kelly we gotta go to these you know movies
1: what? awesome Chris looking forward to the movies yeah and we'll Keep see you in a couple work. months
0: right yeah for back sure back on man. the normal cast yeah, you're
1: like my like you're kind of starting <laughs> to become my little guest host. <laughs> yeah post. until you get enough hate mail get rid of that guy
0: <laughs> alright we'll see you next time Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, going to the movies with Kelly Cortis. Thanks for listening, everybody. Head over to the uh, website, com, and I've got links to most of the films that we talked about in the podcast or at least links to some trailers forgot to mention that you can also email me at chris at com. i'm easily able to respond to all those so let's start talking on that and i'm very excited about our next show i sat down with craig dimartino so come back in a couple weeks for my interview with craig dimartino and prepare to laugh to cry for your palms to sweat everything it is one of the best things we've done I think at the normal cast and by we, I guess it means me and Craig. Oh, and one last thing, I'd like to give a very special shout out to Vicky from L.A. and her partner on the North Chimney. Just saying hello. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there, Vicky and the rest of you. Make sure and check your knot. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Hollywood system. They're movies without
1: all the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> well, you show me one independent film that isn't about gay cowboys eating pudding. Once again, you have no idea what you're talking about, fat ass. I'm not fat.
0: I just haven't grown into my body yet, you skinny bitch. <laughs> if you call Wendy a bitch one more time, I'm sending you to the principal's office. Bitch.